do have baddies. This is Jean. And this is Daniel. And this is a pod- podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Woo woo! How are you, Jean? How are you? I have feel like I haven't seen you forever, Daniel. I, it's, it's been a long, a long time. Um, so uh, I'm currently alone at the house because my partner is on a business trip. Um, and, but during during then, I actually um, don't tell my school, but I applied for a library position. Oh, and don't tell those stranger dangers that by the time this airs, you will not be alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm honestly not that I'm like like I love teaching, but I think I'm yeah. ready for like my next adventure. So I, um, you know, like I got my feet, and not even my feet. I'm like waist deep. I'm there. I'm ready right. to go. Hey, um, there'll always be teaching. You'll yes. always be teaching. And personal professional development because I want to be a librarian and I want to take the first step. I need you to be a librarian so I get to know all the good reads. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Hey. What about you, Jean? What's new? Um, what's new? You know, I went to the mall today and I got fat shamed by my dad's friend. Oh. You know, just another day in the life of Jean. Yeah, I was just buying a sandwich and my dad's like, Hey, hi, you know, and I was like, oh, you're walking with your, um, you know, with other elderly Filipinos, but Molly does that daily, and I was like, I'll say hi to them, and my dad was like trying to pick off my sweater because he thought it was minty, and I was like, it's not, it's just how my sweater is, I didn't really comb my hair because I never really comb my hair, and I didn't shave my legs because it's a pandemic, y'all, and he was like, no, it's okay, you just head of my friend, I felt like role reversal, like I was his embarrassing parent. And I went over there and I was like, hi, and they didn't really do any kind of date, but I'm just somebody who's rough. They're like, ah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna bounce, you know? Like, I'm not gonna internalize this microaggression today. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going, you know, I'm taking this sandwich. And then I was in the car and my dad's like, how come you didn't come stay and eat with me? And I was like, I don't need that kind of energy in my life. So other than that, it has been, I'll say it's been a solid three weeks of really navigating good energy in my life mm. the therapist gave me a gold star on that uh skill set but yeah it's been pretty good and i'm glad like you know glad to be on this side of the i don't know life i guess despite pandemic despite stress so let's transition into my favorite part of the segment is our fan mail thank you always you know like you give this low production podcast some love and we still love you back. Um, so I would like to thank Gabe who always, Gabe Oliveira, who was on the show, for always writing after every episode, whether you've listened to it, whether you loved it, um, some things you've learned. And, um, yeah, like, so thank you, Gabe. Um, we also got mail from um, Angelica Rosado on our White Partners episode. Let me pull that up. Oh my gosh, uh, you're going to read the actual, the actual yeah. post? I'm going to read it. I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> okay, so it says, um, the latest episode about um, white partners is really enlightening and triggering in both good and bad ways. I had to stop and process and just ruminate in all the feelings, emotions, and thoughts that ran through me. Thank you to you and Daniel for sharing your stories because it definitely helps illuminate the areas of my life I have long chose to keep in the dark for so long. Wait, there's a little bit more. Oh, okay, there's more. Um, I did ask permission to uh, have this aired, but um, she also wrote, there were so many topics to process that I had to stop the podcast every so often just to let it soak in. 
Daniel, thoughts on that? Um, uh, uh, Angelica, thank you so much for writing. And uh, keep in mind too that like whenever we record, we take notes. And like for, for I'm sure that for uh, all of the hosts too, like we had to just like stop and sit with those thoughts and feelings and like the things that have happened. Um, so like you are, you are doing a good process for your own growth and for your own development. Um, and thank you for allowing us to be with you in, on your journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, is, that is so awesome. What, what do you think, Jean? I think it's really, it really is important to press pause because I think different things trigger different people. And so mm -hmm. um, whether if it's even a funny episode for us, it might be just very heavy while liberating. We don't know. And so, yes, take that time. Um, process how you can. Don't uh, listen to these blindly to re-traumatize you in any shape, way, or form. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you again to our fans. Uh, we are part two now of our art and mental health series. And Daniel will um, let you know before I introduce our guests why we're doing this series. Go ahead, Daniel. So why are we doing this? Well, many times in our Filipina, uh, Filipinex, Filipina, Filipino community art is something to stray from, uh, romanticize or hold value if it's lucrative. On Bruja Baddies, we want to identify folks that use it as a part of an overall healing for themselves. Because yes, art heals you. Um, that eventually encourages others to participate in art making as well. So we have our first super duper international guest from Toronto, Canada. International. Is uh, on our show. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, let me tell you how I know you. Um, here's a small story before Pete really tells us or tells us um, about. Um, Pete, you know, so I, when we were on our huge shutdown in March, April, right, I'm super addicted to books, Daniel can like relate, we're both bibliophiles, I was like, I'm gonna look up, you know, I don't really like to support big box, like corporate, you know, so I was like, I'm gonna look up people on Etsy, and as soon as I got to your page, Pete, I was like, damn, all this art is so good, right, so like, I didn't know what the girl rock was when I bought your zine, and <laughs> And when I purchased it, I didn't even realize it was from Canada. And I was like, oh, it's going to take forever to get here. <laughs> so then when I read it and then realized that you were also Filipino, I had a brain explosion. So um, it is so wild that uh, my curiosity on Etsy has brought you to our show. So, um, Pete, what do you do and what do people think you do? Um, people think, well, people think, and, you know, people, what, um, people think I'm an illustrator, and I also am an illustrator, but also at the same time, I am an illustrator, but also gets dinner done by five o'clock. Oh. These days, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, how long have you lived in Toronto, Canada? Like well, we my family um, and I moved to Canada in 2006. So, like, it was 13 years ago. Wait, from where, Keith? Quezon City. Oh, Quezon City? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're Quezon City. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're Kinfolk. <laughs> oh, my God. Kababayan. Yeah. Are you from Quezon City, too? Yeah. Tandang Sora. 
<gasps> I'm from Project Eve. <gasps> We're neighbors. We're <laughs> deep away. Like literally, <laughs> I'm Oh my goodness! I have such cute right now. Like so. Hello, Kavabayan. I miss you. So, so Keith, um, you're an illustrator who gets dinner done by five o'clock. When did you start creating, and why? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well. You know, I mean, you know, the, the typical answer is that I've been creating since I was a kid. But, like, re, I remember, you know, drawing on actual books that in, in our old library. And, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a problem. And actually, actually, my draw, drawing was a problem for my family because I would often use it to escape. So, in school, when I couldn't answer the test, I would draw on it. And just oh. you know, pass it like that. Yeah. So I, you know, I failed um, a lot of math classes doing that. So, but yeah, but you know, it didn't really stop me. <laughs> I cannot be stopped. I am unstoppable. <laughs> yes. And that's the attitude to have. I love it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I can't like the fact that you drew in like I want to know where these library books are. Like. Well, yeah, yeah. They t- typically I have a pretty much throw like w- before. I, I, I nothing survives my childhood except this letter to Santa Claus <laughs> that I drew. Then I draw drew like a bahay kubo and like two mountains yeah. with the sun rising on it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like that, that's the only like drawing that survived my childhood. But like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know where my, my all my art is. <laughs> like, literally. Wow. So, you know, with thinking about it as kind of a problem in your family, how does um, art play a part in your um, health? Oh yeah. Um. Well, since well, it, it was a problem in my family, but like, I think they've like, well, they, you know, it, there's nothing they can do. Like, you know, like literally, I I don't know. Like, I was born to art. <laughs> like, but like. Um, it's mostly for me. It's a mostly a practice. So practice, like so, so it's personal and then professional. So my personal practice involves like daily notebook keeping and um, sketching, and you know, like just basically like my art process, and then professional, just like you know, client work, um, illustrations, like design stuff like that. <laughs> so. Um, like they all like feed each other in a way um, but then also like recently since you know having I'm having artistic block so oh, okay yeah so I've been trying to take it slow slower slowly <laughs> and like you know like you know making sure that I'm actually focused on creating instead of like because like social media plays a big part of like art sharing um, I, I find it a l- very difficult to tear yeah. myself away from like that voice where it's like oh you can post it but like you know kind of like takes away from the you know from the act of creating itself because you're thinking already thinking about comments you're thinking about likes you yeah. know it's like it interferes a lot with like you know experimentation and you know it freezes it freezes me up considerably so wow yeah. that's really a-, a lot of good points about like kind of the overall culture of curation that occurs on um, social media. 
So a quick question about that. I'm sure that there are a lot of like young and like up and coming artists um, that also have that anxiety about like the, um, like the practice of art and the profession of art. So my question to you is, uh, what are some tips for those anxious and hesitant to be creative? Oh, I have a, I have a, actually a huge list, but like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're here to listen, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, start really small. Like, literally doodle can save your day. Like, you know, like sometimes in the big part of um, artistic practice is obey. You also live your life. Um, so observing your outfits, observing your feelings, and like, you know, observing your environment is so huge. Like, even if you didn't draw it, draw it or write about it, just the, the, fa- the matter, like the big, a big part of art is observing. Because, <laughs> you know, you absorb like what interests you and for me I mean a lot of things interest me like lately it's been fall leaves lately it's been all the the way that ma- the peepees fall to the ground and like you know like the shapes of that and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like um big a big part of um art and our practice is observation starting really small and you know um actually also keeping art some art for yourself Mm. like that the anxiety the curation part is like basically have a section of like a part of your practice that's like totally yours like it's like a secret that you keep to yourself and like literally that's what I've been doing to one of my sketchbooks and it's been so freeing to do that like because like you know knowing that I will not post it like you know not that you know basically even if the drawings there are really good i'm like oh lol it's a secret i get to keep from nowhere else or something maybe eventually but me you know but like the fact of the matter is i'm not keen on you know keen on showing a sketchbook and that's like keep keeping some some part of your practice for yourself is very crucial especially in these days that everybody just wants content you know so You've given us so much to chew on. I am, I <laughs> even if those are small, they're really like tangible and real to do, mm-hmm. um, but still very a far stretch for people to do because people are addicted to even being curated. So um, talking about that, because <clears throat> I just feel like our listeners right now, you know, our, our community in Bruja Baddies is really now having something to chew on because yes, we use social media to even promote Bruja Baddies. So yeah have dreams about community building through your craft you know i think big girl rock um achieved a lot of the things i'm hoping for for my art which is like reaching out to like fellow fat filipino filipina filipinx folks because it's like to me like it's a way of speaking to or up across like you know because I know I'm not alone in the experience of growing up fat in the Philippines mm-hmm. and you know some of our experiences are very similar so like I was hoping to like find my community through my zines which has always been the point of my making zines it's always yeah. to reach out to um, communities because um, when I first came here uh, I actually used zines to make friends. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, like, that's the way that I reach out. And th- hopefully through my, like, other art, like, my illustrations and stuff, like, you know, uh, women, fat women of color, fat queers of color get represented, um, you know, and that's really important to me. 
um, I'm, I'm kind of sick of um, right. <laughs> skinny drawings. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, before Daniel asks the next question, I forgot that you also had fan mail. Our, um, our co-host, Nicole, who couldn't be here um, because they're trying to be a good daughter. Um, oh. that, please let uh, Keith know that I especially love the 10 Cups of Fear image because it looks like me and I've never seen myself in any. So, oh. Aw, thanks. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> um, so, Keith, next question. So, um, mm -hmm. and it's kind of tied to like community building and your craft. So, like, you've talked to us about how you started drawing when you were a kid, and now you're in Toronto creating all this art. Were mm -hmm. there any surprises with your growth or journey when it uh, comes to your art? I'm surprised that I, you know, I was able to do this. Like to go this far like I'm actually like what surprises me is that the way I draw myself actually because yeah, <laughs> you know actually I saw like I was like looking around at photo bucket if you remember photo bucket yeah, yeah, like yeah. I saw this tiny really tiny like picture that I drew of me like back in the day and it wasn't me at all it was like a th th very thin person and I'm not a thin person so it's like it feels really weird to you know actually um through my art accept who I am like oh. what I look like and like you know drawing my cuteness <laughs> like yeah you know, my cuteness. <laughs> like as for like as, as it is you know without like you know, basically, you know, making making myself something I'm not. So that's been the biggest surprise that I've been able to like really accept myself through my art. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, that reminds me of a. <clears throat> sometimes when you use Canva to like do quick design or whatever, and you put mm -hmm. in probably like Filipina or like just like fat women, like it, there's rarely any um, images. So yeah, you are doing really crucial, important, radical work. Um, even if people might be like, belittled, like it's just art, it's everything in the way that we communicate to the world. So thank yeah. you for doing that and continuing to do that work. So do you have any last pieces of wisdom or affirmations for our listeners before we head into our recommendation segment? Okay, um, here. Um, be kind to yourself like mm. it's so important like I was listening to Lizzo's um, interview with David Letterman and you know she was so right in saying that the way you talk to yourself is so important like if you talk to yourself in a really harsh way you'll always be you're not only harsh to yourself you're always also harsh to uh, you'll also be like extra harsh to others mm. and like being kind to yourself like basically changes the way that you interact with the world because you know you, you have more like space for yourself to like navigate mistakes and like mm. you know insecurities or like anger you know like even you know being kind is like so complicated and complicated if, if you you know you grew up like hating yourself so you know like basically like the most important thing is to, to be compassionate you know mm -hmm. towards yourself and it helps with like it kind of like bleeds through the world mm. yeah. you think you always think like an artist um <laughs> all right um so let's talk about recommendations dan kick it off what three things are you just loving right now about life? Um, so I, I was kind of inspired by uh, the 
uh, art and mental health episodes. So I actually got myself some watercolor postcards. Nice. Um, I love sending postcards to my friends like whenever I travel, but because, you know, I have been doing a lot of traveling, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make postcards because I want to get back into like creating. Please be my postcard buddy. <laughs> okay, we'll exchange addresses. We'll exchange addresses. Um, so watercolor color postcards. Um, I started think I've started getting back into like creating music. Um, mm-hmm. my friend Joanna, who came to visit, I was just like, have you ever composed music? And I was like, yeah, I've composed music for um like a for a project in uh-huh. college. And um it was for my um human sexualities class in college. So I sang a song about um gender performativity and um, was another one, the heterosexual questionnaire. Yeah, it was, it was like, it had like a Broadway flair to it because I was getting I into it. like uh, a lot of musicals at that point in college. But um, I started getting back into like my ukulele. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I've been singing like Alicia Keys, some Rihanna. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're back into the music scene. And then um, my last <laughs> recommendation uh, are Hawaiian rolls because walang pandesal dito. <laughs> if, y'all know where, if y'all know where to get pandesal, send us a shout out because I need pandesal um, RN. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'll have to tell you where, Daniel, but also your Jollibee opened up, FYI. Oh! <gasps> so yes! Open. <laughs> it's open, <laughs> finally. Some good news for you. All right, Key, you uh, let us know what three things you're loving about life right now. Okay. Um, I love I love this book, Sick by Jodi Chan. Um, she, they are um, a Tor- Toronto poet. Um, and I just recently got their poetry book, which is so good. Like, you know, I, I read poetry in a poetry books in like not in order, but every time it'll flip open to a random page, it's like every poem in there is so good. Um, um, secret projects. I recommend having secret projects because like secret projects makes, you know, makes one feel alive because like you walk around and (laughs) walking around the world with a secret and that's fun. And and, um, after my own art practice, draw self-portraits, like try to look at yourself and like see, draw the shapes that you see and like, you know, basically, you know, accept what's there. (laughs) Wow, um, yeah, wow. Those are really awesome and, again, really tangible recommendations. So here's my list. Um, I just, I I got this um, book of, I got a package from um, England from my husband's uh, Shortbox Comics, which is my number one recommendation. Check them out. Check out anybody who isn't from, like, Amazon, Barnes, you know, like, check out Etsy for Goodreads. so yeah, it's called Critical Chips and it's about a bunch of um, essays. But this is the essay I want to highlight in my second recommendation, which is called Stirring, an essay by Suki Uzma. And so it's basic, Stirring is a basically about um, sometimes how a reader reads something doesn't correlate to the time that someone creates something. And is that an imbalance or is the universally the universal thing that brings them together is the fact that they stirred each other's lives. And I was like, yeah like I was like yeah yeah because there's always like this always like um feeling like the audience is not digested what I made too fast 
And then for a reader, it's like, I really liked it. That's why I consumed it so fast. So um, I just really love that the, the point that they were able to make the tie together. So that's my second recommendation. My third one is um, Manga Mad Documentary. It sucks that it was made only in 2007. Dear world, please make a more updated um, documentary about manga and anime uh, because it's really cool to see a world normalize comic making and independent makers. And I wish there was more of that. Um, so yeah, and there's a ton of nudity, but you know. Nice. <laughs> nice. They're open about their sexuality too, which, hey, maybe we need more of in this world. So, um, Daniel, before we log off, are there any last words you want to say to our wonderful guests here from Toronto, Canada? Um, Kate, I just wanted to say hello, neighbor. Nice to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Uh, yes, um, new postcard buddies. I always love it when friends make more, even more friendships um, with our guests on the show. Um, Keith, I love to know that the person who made the thing that I, that stirred me is just as real as the content Aww. that, you know, you make. And so thank you thank for you. being a real one. Aww. Love you. So, um, thank you. Thank you. Keith, any last words for our audience before we decide to log off here? Try to draw every day. <laughs> try to, try, I don't know. An illustrator inside and out. Thank you so much, Keith. This is Jean. And this is Daniel. This is Keith. And we are a podcast to magically and artistically disappoint your <laughs> non-nice and your tatas. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>